And a very good morning all. Thanks for joining us. Breakfast with Pat and no heels today. So we're setting out a, uh, a get well quick to heels. He's feeling crook and he's been laid low. So off the bench comes a Broncos great 300 plus gamer, Corey Parker. Now, vital question. Since it was a late call-up, have the kids got food for school today? <laughs> yeah, morning, mate. Yeah, back by popular demand. No, who am I kidding? Just get the old call-up when heels is no good to go. Um, yeah, no, the kids will be fine. They've uh, they've done this one once or twice before. Packed their lunch last night, Paddy, so they just got to pick it out of the fridge and walk to school. What have they got, pretty... veggie mite sandwiches or No, something? no, chicken and mayonnaise, cheese, oh, bread rolls today oh, and some what? fruit and all the above, yeah. Okay, so what does Margo do? We know she's mm. otherwise occupied in the mornings as well. Well, she just rolls out the door and <laughs> shuts it. And... So you do the lot, Well, basically. they're self-sufficient, our kids, so that, that's very handy. They're not. Uh, you don't need to micromanage them too much, so it's, it's pretty handy when that's able to happen. I'm relieved. All right, Heels, uh, if you're listening, get well soon, mate. He's um, not listening at all. <laughs> you reckon he's laid he's up? He's laid now? right up. He's got the covers over him, just trying to recoup. Well, to tell you the truth, I did a I did a function at the Cricketers Club last night for Veterans Cricket. There's a big national carnival on here, and uh, Darren Lehman was one of the guest mm. speakers. He'd spoken to Heels yesterday. They are supposed to be going to the wedding event of uh, the cricketing year okay. in Perth. They were both due to fly out tomorrow afternoon to James Brayshaw's wedding, Okay, uh, which included, you know, the private trip over to Rotnest oh, and geez. I think a wine tasting it out in Gilchrist Place and all that sort of thing. But uh, I think Hills has pulled the pin. Mm. So he's he's genuinely crook. I could take his spot for that. Yeah, of course you could. Yeah, I mean, well, I figure the airfares have been booked. Yeah. <laughs> I'm happy to uh, to take his spot there. <laughs> if, if the airlines have kind of stayed true to form, <laughs> he won't be getting that money back any time soon. In 2026, he might see some of that. Hey, we're here for Burbank Homes, the builders you can trust. You can bank on Burbank Homes and the all-new Hyundai Kona, imagined to be bold. Uh, plus Chemist Warehouse. Head into Chemist Warehouse for great savings every day. We'd love you to join us. If you've got anything to talk about, obviously, uh, Corey being here, we'd uh, we'd like to discuss the, the draw. We had a Terry Reader on yesterday. He was diplomatic, but the Suncorp Home Resilience Open line is open. 13 13 55, text line 0467 736 736. He was diplomatic. He's well, he always, has to be. He's always CEO. diplomatic. <laughs> but but like, let's let's get fair, Dink. I mean, all the, you know, to the people at home that want to call in, I mean, there's been some absolute rubbish Throwing the way of the Dolphins, if you mm. if you support the Dolphins and some other teams for that matter, but um, in particular the Dolphins. Yeah. So, like Pete Madel's story today. I mean, we knew about the the every game pre Origin. I think they're the only team there. So the likes of Hammer, Gilbert, Flegler, if they're fit and firing, will yeah. be part of that Maroon squad. There's no doubt about that. And I mean, so they're going to lose them mm. a week prior to three games straight during the Origin Series, which is a big blow for a young club. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, we saw what sort of damage, I suppose, the depth or lack of depth uh, did to the Dolphins, yeah. you know, this season or the season that's just gone. Uh, started so well, their depth got tested and they sort of faded out towards the back and they've been handed a very similar, um, you know, draw, which mm. we just sort of touched on there. But, I mean, the big one for me, how did the NRL get it wrong when they put the biggest clash, yeah. round 26, the Dolphins up against the Brisbane Broncos. That's so cool. And River Final. But River Final. Like, are we serious? When half a million people are, are saying serious? are moving around the city. Well, as you know, I'm uh, South Bank based. Yes. And River Fire is... You know, well, it's great viewing from your penthouse yeah. at South Bank. <laughs> yeah, well, from the balcony. Up, up yeah. on the top. <laughs> but... 
Yeah, I mean, the city is moving and they're not going to a football game. No. Like, and, and we know that, you know, Terry was ex- exceptionally proud yesterday, saying in particular a couple of games that were, you know, didn't count for finals, mm. they were out of running for finals and they were still pulling 30-odd they thousand were. people through the gates. But uh, this ain't helping. There's there's no doubt about that. I mean, I didn't know the river fire angle mm. until I've read Pete's story today. Yeah. And, yeah, boy, oh, boy. I yeah. mean, the other one there is, is Magic Round. Obviously, it's just a gathering, uh, a carnival-like atmosphere. They've yeah. got the, the Dolphins playing the very last game, 6.20 or 6.30 on yeah. Sunday night against the mighty West, West Tigers. Tigers. Yeah. I mean, by that point, Everyone's had far too many drinks, too much sun, and they just want to go home yeah. and get ready for Monday. So another uh, another low blow there for the Dolphins. Mm. Yeah, well, you know, as we said, we had Terry Reader on the show yesterday, and he was diplomatic, but uh, I would have found it very hard to hold my tongue if I yeah. was him. Hey, uh, <laughs> the other one, I don't know whether you've seen it, but a lot of clubs have got into the social media thing around the draw this year in I different have, ways. yes. But um, the Dragons were doing mimes mm. uh, and Jack Bird has produced a brown paper bag with money flowing out. And, and, uh, is that, who are they playing there? The, well, yeah, Cole, is, it the, is it the Roosters? Yeah, <laughs> Kyle Flanagan has had to have a guess and he said, the Roosters uh, in round whatever it was. You know. <laughs> so Uncle Nick's not happy. No, he wouldn't be. <laughs> so uh, Nick Polite is not happy. So he said... It's uh, stupid and it's just jealousy. <laughs> well, it's funny that because Kyle Flanagan started at the Roosters. Maybe he knows a little inside goss. <laughs> well, they're not calling it a salary cap. They're calling it the salary sombrero. Yes, it's always been dubbed that. <laughs> and they reckon that uh, the Dragons fans should be wearing their sombreros for the match. But, yes, uh, Uncle Nick not happy. Uh, and, of course, you know, they're also looking now. He's saying that Joseph Suwalihi, he said, will do his four-year stint in rugby. And he said he'll be back. He'll be mm. back to the Roosters by 2028. Uh, and that you know, he leaves for rugby in October next year. And, of course, they're also – yeah, I've, I've managed to make a rod for my own back trying to pronounce it. Mark uh, Nawanga Nitawazi, mm. who is this unbelievable winger from the Wallabies. He's, geez, he's a good player. But they're having a chat to him. So well. Dom Young and and potentially Mark, yeah. <laughs> this fantastic winger from the Wallabies, mm. is able just to roll on into uh, Bondi and – Get a tricolours jersey. Yeah. So uh, coming up on the show today, we've got Robert Crash Craddock. He'll talk uh, World Cup. We might also ask him about the league. Um, at the function I did last night, uh, Carl Rackerman, who's spent time in South Africa, mm. coach Zimbabwe, uh, has a good view on on things in South Africa. We mentioned it on the show yesterday. What have they been? Uh, 1991, they were readmitted to global sport. And there's been 16 major World Cups mm. since then, and they haven't reached the final once. Mm. So I I hate using the word chokers. I've, I've never, ever found it a journalist's place to use the word chokers for someone who hasn't played. What if you have any, played? And, and Can you throw the word choker you, out? You can, yes. Okay. <laughs> for someone who's played quite a few Origin games, 340-odd uh, NRL matches, yes, you can just say with pretty much whatever you like. But... Um, yeah, look, I'd be interesting to see what Mocker's got to say about this. I mean, yeah. uh, Darren Lehman also had his say last night. He did say, actually, just on that, and I'll ask him about it. Uh, he reckons the location for this game tomorrow night, or tonight, I should say, mm. India and New Zealand, he reckons New Zealand's are half a chance of upsetting. Well, they've done it before. Yeah. They did it last World Cup. You imagine if that happens. Boy. The Indians are not getting, don't even, don't even reach the final. Hey, the only other one that I wanted to mention. Um, there's been some good news for the Cowboys. 
uh, in the James Maloney's going up there, uh, 2020 or 2016 Dalian medalist, couple of time premiership. He's going up there as a tack coach and he'll relink with Chad Townsend. Yeah. So that's good news. Yeah, he's a great appointment there. I mean, the, the people who know Jimmy off, on the field, he's absolute pest. And But yeah. uh, the one thing he does bring is just that being – that ability to win. He wants to win at all costs. Uh, And whilst he's in his infancy with his coaching career, um, he's got some good young people up there. They've got a a great system. Uh, I think he's a good appointment, to be fair. Uh, Well, the question long-term is, is he going to have Tommy Dearden to work? Well, the short answer to that, Paddy, is no. If they're potentially offering him what, we're reading mm. two million over three years at six hundred and fifty thousand. They will lose Tommy Dearden very quickly. I mean, he's arguably up there with Ezra, Ezra Mam as the best young talent in yeah. the competition. I mean, the competition's not. We're not. Uh, we don't have these superstar five eights and halfbacks just running around willy nilly. So yeah. the ones that you do have, you need to lock them up. So if they're fair income about Tom Deard, and I absolutely love everything about Tom Deard, particularly his tenacity and his competitiveness, they're things you can't teach. Skill you can, um, and he has that in abundance. If they don't want to value that and they don't want to lock him up and they're potentially going to throw six fifty, dollars they'll get blown out of the water. There's yeah. some clubs south of the border uh, that are cashed up, ready to go. And, and your one comes straight to mind is is the Dragons. Obviously, Benny Hunt, uh, will he be there much longer? You'd probably say no. He's 34 years of age. He's mm. taking up 1.2 on the cap. He could be a clean swap. So yeah. if the Cowboys don't want to move financially, they will lose Tommy Dearden. So they're saying about Ezra, he's you know he's the bargain buyer of the century right at the moment on yes. about a quarter of a million. They're going to have to say say three times that seven fifty maybe eight hundred thousand. Yeah, they'll have to do something with an eight, I think, yeah. to, so, to compete with with what's going on from the other sixteen clubs. And you're putting Dearden in that league, absolutely, yeah, hundred percent. And we've seen what Tom Dearden can do. Um, you know, he's in the top, you know three or four, yeah. five eights in the competition. He played State of Origin, come into the furnace, hadn't played a game before, held his hands up, did a terrific job. Yeah. He is one hell of a player. He's right up there with uh, uh, you know, Ezra Mam, absolutely. Yeah, you're right. The quality halves are like gold, aren't yes. they? And expect to get paid in gold too. That's, well, that's it. And they know that. And the managers know that even better. Yeah. Uh, he's obviously managed by... Uh, Sam, Ayub, Ayub, yeah. Sam Ayub up there. So he had uh, Jonathan Thurston. So he knows a thing or two about halfbacks. Uh, Stu, uh, who's always in early from Jim Boomer, can't believe how little the Sydney NRL teams have to travel next season. Massive advantage for them. Broncos, once again, short change with lots of Thursday and Friday night games. Yeah, look, I, what's the feeling within the within Red Hill? Do they like to play the occasional Sunday game? I think they've only got one, haven't they? Well, the thing with it is uh, they, every Sydney club despises the Broncos because they're on Friday nights. Yeah. And the thing with that is there's obviously – Two games on a Friday. Yeah. One of those is, early, is for early for Fox. One of those is obviously with uh, mainstream with Channel 9. One's in Queensland, one's not. Uh, and that's just been how it is. Yeah. So if you're south of the border, you you, you, are dis- you, just, you despise the fact that the Broncos play Friday nights and they get this r- yeah. you know, nice run. But from a player's point of view, you want to play Sunday afternoon in Brisbane, which yeah. is seldom what you know, it doesn't happen. Yeah. So... Um, yeah, sunny Sunday, winter oh, is afternoon. There's nothing better. Yeah. There's nothing better in Brisbane, but uh, they got to they got to go to the bright lights on a Friday night. Yeah, so. look, but to be fair, you know, with me coming from the other angle, being with a broadcaster, not necessarily the NRL broadcaster mm. for a long time, but we've had the AFL. I mean, AFL Friday night rates its backside off. It does. So you know, you want the best game on. So if you're confronted with say a Lions team, 
that has made the final this year, made the grand final, against, and, and a Broncos team that has made the grand final. I tell you what, if you're Channel 9 or Channel 7, broadcast watch, you want them playing when you're going to get most watching. Well, everyone's got their say. Everyone's yeah. got their say when it comes to this uh, this draw that's coming yeah, out. Well, broadcasters mean, have a fair way. Everyone's <laughs> got a say, and it's manipulated <laughs> to some degree, and you won't tell me otherwise. So, Vanessa's here. When do you like to see the Lions play, Vanessa? Well, I come from a fan perspective and right. as a parent of younger children mm-hmm. and afternoon all the way, twilight, yes. <laughs> because I don't want to get home at 11 o'clock, especially, you know, oh, Thursday night, bright lights at the Gabba. Right. I don't want an 8 p.m. Thursday game when we've got to get up for work and school in the morning. Right. So, no, I love a an afternoon twilight. Now, well, the Parker kids are getting chicken and mayo sandwiches today. What are yours getting for school? Uh, I don't know. I don't do lunch boxes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm here. Sound like my wife. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> no idea. All right, what's happening news-wise? <laughs> okay, look, just when we thought we were finally getting past it, uh, there are concerns over the latest spike in COVID. COVID around Queensland, which has actually landed 245 people in hospital across the state at the moment. And so the AMA is actually calling for more information, a bit more action, and uh, particularly masks, saying we should be going back to masks in places like hospitals, planes, public gatherings, crowded areas, GP clinics, areas like that. But the state government says there are no plans to reintroduce any mask rules. So I guess uh, this wave is still increasing at the moment. They are expecting it to peak before Christmas. Mm-hmm. So, yes, we just hope those people affected are doing okay. Uh, now, very concerning stats today as well about the rates of cybercrime in Australia. There were 94,000 reports of cybercrimes in the past 12 months. That's one every six minutes, a 23% rise. And that's, of course, only the ones reported. So mm. the true picture is actually much worse than that. And just the, the basic advice is just be aware, be vigilant. One of the most common cybercrimes is phishing, and that is links sent to you in text messages, emails. They might be pretending to come from your bank or your workplace or a telco or a, a company. They're the blue things, do not Yes. Do not <laughs> click on those links from the unknown numbers. Or it might be email addresses that are similar to something but might have a number at the end. Or, you know, just do not click on them. Uh, Otherwise, you are definitely at risk. Mm -hmm. Um, Now, every year, the Australian National Dictionary Centre selects a word or an expression that has gained prominence in Australia over the past year. Oh, yeah. What is it? And the 2023 word has been crowned. It's Matilda after our women's football team. And so traditionally, it's a German word. And in the 1880s, it was adopted here in Australia as the name for a swag or a bag of possessions. Um, But of course, then it came to prominence as well in the song Waltzing Matilda. So it's had quite quite an Australian kind of theme to it. And uh, of course, then as our national team, which was Mm. all the rage uh, during the World Cup. And so um, Matilda is the word of the year. Actually, Mm. speaking of that, Robbie Slater's had a column today saying, hey, the Matildas are just going gangbusters, sold out every match in Perth and everyone loves them, blah, blah, blah. Socceroos have slipped quietly to Melbourne for this uh, Mm. World Cup qualifier against Bangladesh on tomorrow night. Without a whole heap of fanfare. He's not happy. Okay. (laughs) Oh, and by the way, uh, and this will be be for you too, uh, definitely listening boys, and I'll add and Vanessa, 
maintain the standards, please. Thanks, Corey. That's from Heels. Jeez. So he is listening. So. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> maintain the, pump the now. standards. <laughs> <laughs> Not improve. He doesn't want you to improve the standards. Just, just keep. He doesn't yeah. want just you to be too good. Well, yeah. Yeah. That's normally what happens. You want the, you want the show to continue to go on, but yeah. let's not go too far. No. Lance has got a bit of advice for me. So, morning, Paddy and Parks. Uh, Lance from the Goldie. Paddy being the absolute gentleman, uh, you are to replace chokers with bridesmaid. Okay, we can use it. Well, let's hope we can say there's still bridesmaids come Friday morning, Lance. All right, let's uh, get to a break. Thank you, Vanessa. Corey Parker joining us in the studio today with Hills Ill Disposed.